0: Who got the friends? Sometimes in divorce, things aren't divided evenly. Welcome to Friends on Hand, the podcast where we explore the fine art of friendship. I'm Nancy Hand, networking and social confidence coach, and today I'm joined by a new friend who has the answers. Welcome, Siobhan Oliveira. Siobhan wears many hats, attorney, mediator, and divorce coach at Oliveira Law living in sunny Florida and she enjoys scuba diving and going to the beach which I would love to do right now welcome Siobhan I'm saying that right yes
1: you are hi hey. Nancy. thanks for having me
0: awesome thank you for being here so I just want to touch base a little bit and um, talk talk kind of about how we met which was interesting you care to fill that in
1: Um, sure. So I believe we met on Facebook, right off of a Facebook post that I I put out there. I was looking for people to connect with and spark up some new friendships with and connections. And you responded. We scheduled a
0: zoom and away we we were, we just connected and, and uh, now here we are. I love that. And I wanted to, I wanted to have you say it because my listeners, I think sometimes raise an eyebrow when I say, yes, you can make new friends online, even now, even in this strange time we're living in. And you, you were really receptive. We were able to connect pretty immediately. And so I'm going to lead with my favorite question, which is nature or nurture? Did you arrive on Earth um, with that ability, with that uh, maybe an extrovert tendency?
1: Um. No. I am actually on the scale of introverts to extroverts, I test on the extreme introvert
0: side. See, something kind of gave me that idea because you're very pensive. So <laughs> so talk to me about <laughs> talk to me about how you manage woo, to position yourself in such such a, a connecting world. That's what you do. You help people, you're always working with people, maybe some of the most difficult people on the planet, actually, and we'll get to that, but what led you into that line of work?
1: Um, so I, as far as being an attorney, there there isn't any big, wonderful story around that. Um, when I, you know, when you're in kindergarten and they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> I picked attorney. And so I, I went forward in life and, and I made that happen. Um, I, of course, I had some road bumps on the way. I I did. I got engaged at 18. I got married at 20. I got a house at 21. I had a kid at 22. Um, my, my now ex-husband, so my husband at that time, um, actually wouldn't let me finish college and wouldn't let me go to law school. Um, but so I ultimately decided there were other issues in the marriage as well, but that being one that, that really affected me. And I ultimately decided, you know what, my dreams matter and they're important too. And my son deserves to see me happy. So I divorced him and I went on and finished and went to law school and I went to law school as a single mom. And with my my son was six years old at the time that I went to law school. Um, from there, as I started to work as an attorney, I, you know, my I, I'll keep my my venture of an attorney short. Um, but ultimately, I, I opened my own firm. I do criminal defense and family law. And um, mm-hmm. as I when I opened my firm and I decided to go into family laws now that I've been in, into this for almost 10 years, um, I, I saw a huge disconnect in family law in the family law legal side of things and all of the practitioners inside of family law with um, the professionals, with attorneys, with the financial planners and accountants and and anyone, any of the professionals that are involved in a family law case, that there was really an emotional disconnect between the per- the professionals that are involved in that and the clients. And the, the, the clients really don't have anywhere to go to unload the emotional side of the divorce. Um, so I, I decided to become a certified divorce coach. So I'm Love able it. to bring the emotional the emotional piece in, into that, piece, both, both, both pieces, right? The emotional side, the emotional part and peace, and the emotional piece, P-E-A-C-E to that, and help my yes. kids find that. So
0: And we had a good discussion about that the other day because it, it can be a, a complicated thing to keep those separate. And you you have found a way to to do both in a way that's ethical and just hugely beneficial to your clients. I love it, and uh, you have a partner now. Yes, I a love partner. I do. Okay, yeah. and that's that's kind of what what helps that all to work so well. So, what what does friendship mean to you? Who? How do you how do you know if someone is a good friend to you?
1: So, to me, my personal definition of friendship um, is someone that I can count on, and they can count on me. You know, I, I I believe that friendship is is a two way street. Um, almost like you know your your intimate relationship is like with your with your spouse or your partner. You know, it's, it's a mm-hmm. partnership and it's a two way street. To me, a good friendship is that as well.
0: You know, um,
1: I, I I I want to be able to count on my friends and my friends can always count on me to be there when you need them because sometimes you do need somebody more than that significant other, the spouse. And then especially when you're going through a divorce, right, where you might lose Mm -hmm. the friends, and you're losing the spouse. And so you need somebody that's there and can help you. Um, I I also believe that a really good friend is somebody that is can tell you the truth, and be honest with you. Um, You know, they they don't just take your side, and they don't just appease your emotions, you know, but they are the person that can be there and can be your shoulder, but they also tell you the truth too.
0: Love that. And there's so much I want to talk to you about. And I'm, I am a latchkey Gen Xer, uh, child of divorce. Uh, and I saw the way that it impacted my family and, um, and my mother's friendships too. You know, dad was a little bit more outgoing and extroverted and had a broader scope of friends and, and just a, an easier reach because of what he did um, than my mom did. But they were both, thankfully, um, had friends to rely on in that time. Didn't, you know, it didn't mean it wasn't hard, but it was so much better for both of them that they had that. Um, I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that you see come up around friendship when divorce occurs? And you can even, you know, even with your own divorce, how how that affected things and I have a feeling that if he, he didn't want you to go to school and he didn't want you to do some other things, he might have uh, throttled back your friendships as well. am I right?
1: To an extent yes I, I I think that I had some control over my friendships as far as that went when we were married but yeah he was definitely wanted to be involved in all of them right I, I couldn't really have my own friends and he couldn't really have his own friends he was definitely a believer of everything we do, we do together and we have joint things. And I was very much a, I like to be independent and have my own part of life. So, mm-hmm. um, so we, we didn't really mesh together with that. So yeah, there was certainly a lot of that, but I, so I did have my own set of friends in the divorce that I was able to, to count on and rely on and that were there for me through it all. But being an introvert by nature as well, I, I tend when I'm going through things to to go into myself and not reach out and not reach out to friends, so so I did do a lot of it on my own, which I don't mm-hmm. recommend. If you've got friends in your corner, you know, don't go through it alone. Reach out to those friends and let them be there for you.
0: Absolutely, and so, yeah. And with with the coaching, I will say, um, I think it's brilliant, and I think that that knowing someone is getting some counseling or coaching on the side, whether it's for a loss or a divorce or anything. It takes it takes some pressure off the friends to be to be everything and to bear so much of that load, and allows them to be more open and uh, able to support the way they can support the best, and not try to be a counselor, not try to be a coach. So, I really, what you're doing with the coaching, I think, is just inspired, frankly. Oh, thank you. I appreciate and,
1: that, and and I definitely agree that you know, if friends, no matter. You know, they, they always have the best intentions, right? I think, you know, a good friend always has our best intentions at heart when we're talking and we're going through things. But like I said, I think a friend is also someone that can be, you know, can give you the truth and be honest with you. Um, but, you know, you, you asked before, what do I see with friendships going through a divorce? And I think one of the biggest things that I see, and again, those friends having the best intentions, but those friends trying to give advice going through the divorce. Mm -hmm. giving legal advice or giving you know how you should you know (laughs) he's oh he's treating you like this well you should do this and you should do that and and I and although they you know they they mean well and they're in our corner but that is some of the worst worst advice you could listen to when you're going through a divorce and so that where also having that good professional team comes in you know Mm -hmm. where you can get how to get through your divorce the right way how to get through it you know with less friction and how to get through it you know, without causing all of those those issues that we hear about and all of those long drawn out divorces where everybody's fighting. And that is one benefit that a divorce coach brings to that is that we are there to help you through all of those things and that emotional side. And how do you show up and communicate effectively with somebody who isn't communicating effectively with you? How can you come out of this being proud of who you are and your kids being proud of who you were through that time and not looking back to go, oh, I probably didn't act so well during that. So that mm-hmm. is what I I try to coach people with and help them through that. So your friends can then be that, you know, that just support to go out with and take your mind off of things and have fun and be the friend that the friend needs to be.
0: And I led with who got the friends and it's kind of cheeky, but, but. <laughs> Tell me about what you see with the divorces you've handled as far as as far as that kind of division, because even with yours, it was everything together. We do all these things together. It makes it a little harder to, to say, OK, um, I get this one, this one and this one. <laughs> right. You can have Charlie, Bob and Rachel. I'm going to take Liz and, you know, right, <laughs> whatever.
1: Um, yeah, that that does cause some issues and some divorces. I mean, not something from, from the attorney standpoint, not something that's obviously a legal issue. I know I'm just like, that's between you guys and your friends, you know? Um, But from, you know, from a coaching issue as well, it's, you know, it's it's not really fair to make the friends choose either. So what I do see is a lot of times both sides lose the friends, right? Because the friends are like, we don't want to pick sides. You know, we're friends with both of you and we don't want to have to pick sides. And so you know, or, or the friends ask to stay out of it, right? We want to stay friends with both of you. So, so don't, don't use us to, as your shoulder to cry on, don't bring it to us and we'll stay friends. And that just, sometimes that makes those friendships mm. in an awkward situation, right? Cause you, you're going out and it's, of course, it's just something that happened in your life. You're going to talk about it. And they're just like, no, I don't want to talk about it. So I think it's important. And in what I coach people on as well is, you know, you can have those, those old friends in your life. And it's great that when the time is right, you can reconnect with them and you can have that friendship, but it's also important to go out and make those new connections, find those those Mm -hmm. support groups. Um, There's many online support groups like Facebook groups, like here where I am in Tampa. I mean, I'm, I'm actually a member of like four Facebook divorced mom support groups you know, where, and people oh, go in there all the yeah. time in post and they have meetups. And so those are great places to start as well, to start to build some of those new, those new connections.
0: I love that. And is that, that what you advise your clients to do when they find themselves kind of adrift friend wise? I do.
1: Uh, yep. That is, that is, I, I kind of lead them to some of those. And um, of course there are some that are, in person, well, not right now, while everything's closed down, but, you mm-hmm. know, I, you know, we, there are some that are around in the area where you can start to go to those, and, you know, it, and I think sometimes those support groups, it's, it's almost like, um, you know, I, I have no problem with therapists, but it's almost like somebody saying they're going to counseling or getting therapy, there's still that little bit of stigma, you know, that nobody wants to admit, I'm going to counseling, or, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. to the support group, and there's still a little bit of that to it, but, you know, you can go through there and you can, you know, watch those groups and see who's active and see who's got the personality that you want. I, you know, in one group, I can tell you in one of the divorced moms groups that I'm in, there's one girl on there who every single week, she's like having game night at my house on Friday, who's coming,
0: you know, nice. reach
1: out and hand, and get people together and have some fun. And so those support groups don't always mean that, you know, we're all sitting around in a circle and crying about, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're going through a divorce and life is over because it's, most people don't want to think that way, right? I mean, when we start to look at divorce as a new beginning and a way that we can move forward and how we what goals we wanna be and who do we wanna be on the other side of the divorce and start looking at it as a beginning and finding people that also are in that same mind frame and, and view it the same way, you can make amazing connections and new friendships.
0: I I love that. And that actually leads right to what I was gonna ask next, which is when somebody goes through one of these Major life changes, like divorce, that it it can be a complete overhaul. I mean, ideas about about who you are and what you are and in the world kind of can come down and shatter around you. And there is a chance for a rebirth and a, a rebuild and a and an opportunity to become more of who you really are. And that might mean letting go of some of the older friendships, relationships, habits, um, lifestyles. Etc. cetera. Uh, how do you see that happening? And do you see it more with, with men versus women or women versus men?
1: That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I, I think just in general, by the nature of, of men versus women that men seem seem to at least on the outside have a better ability to move on and to, to meet new people and to, and to create new, a new life for themselves. I think women, just by our nature, we're we're more the emotional creatures. We you know we hang on to, you know, to those past and to those the, the sentimental things and the values that we we have a little bit of a harder time. I think moving on and moving forward um, again, which is where I saw that disconnect in people going through the divorce from the professional side and the legal profession, and you know, and clients really struggling with that, which which is from what I saw it, you know, as an, as an attorney handling divorce cases sometimes really held up the divorce process, right? Mm. Because we're, we're holding on to things for sentimental or, you know, it, you know, even though it appears differently for it, some people, it appears in anger and some people it appears on of sadness, but you know, when you get down to the heart of it, it's really just, you know, I don't want to let go and there's something sentimental there and, you know, and we're holding on to it and, and it's, making the divorce go longer and that really prevents you from being able to move on and create that new life for yourself because you're you're still battling the divorce and you're still holding on to the past where you know so then I can bring in the coaching side of it and go okay let's let's work through that let's figure out what we need to do what roadblocks can we overcome how can we reframe and refocus you know how can we put you in in your best self and work you into getting to be this, this new person that you can be. and not a new person. That's maybe not the right word to say, but, you know, finding you and finding who you want to be or who you want to become. And let's start working towards that.
0: Right. Right. I, I had a question that just popped into my mind and it went poof. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to me all the time. <laughs> um, well, actually, actually one of the things I'll just go to the next question. Cause I wrote this one down. Um, do you ever do you ever get to hear about the back end or the beginning days of 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 these relationships? And how many of them are, are do any of them that you have in memory were they where they started with the friends first, or did they were these like hot heavy jumped in? We're getting married. Um, have you have you got any of that information? Because now I'm curious because I was friends with my husband first, and I think it's helped us to work through you know, marriage things, you know, you're always working on a marriage. And um, I think that having, having known each other first was very helpful.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I will say like, I I have a friend now that's, you know, has gone through a divorce and now, you know, looking into moving on into into the dating world. And that's definitely some advice that I've used that I coached her on is, you know, build the friendships first. You know, look for somebody that you connect with and, and build the friendship first and, and, you know, have a foundation because right now, I mean, this is fresh. You're coming out of a relationship. You're coming out of a mm-hmm. divorce. You've got to take the time for yourself. You can't jump right into the next relationship, you know, work on you, mm-hmm. build you and become a strong you. And it's okay to be building friendships and maybe they develop into something later on down the road. But, um, and then to go back and answer your, your other question is is, yeah, I've seen both. Um, from, from the attorney aspect and as far as, you know, from, from being the divorce lawyer, I've seen both. I've seen where they say, yeah, we, you know, we, we, we had this, this friendship and, you know, or, or, you know, they were high school sweethearts and then they reconnected later on down the road and things like that. Versus, um, I, I had a client that I, that I had, that was a divorce client. Then that divorce ended up going on for almost four years. They had only known each other for four months. When they got married, huh. and they got you know pregnant right away with a kid, and and you know oh, and, no. and they were they were getting divorced in less than a year of marriage, and the divorce took four years to do. So, um, yeah, wow, so wow, definitely <laughs> the whole the whole realm of things there with that. Um, from the divorce coaching aspect, I, I've seen again. I've seen both sides of it, and one of the things that I work with people on the divorce coaching side. Is someone who's just not sure what they want. You know, I mean, I'm not quite happy in the marriage, and I'm not sure if divorce is right for me, and if it's what I want to do. So we do go back and work through. You know, let's talk about where you started and where you were and how you met and what were those things. And and one of the things that I can that I do coach them on and help them work through is is it the right decision to make? You know, and so do you want to or do you not want to, and is that the right decision for you and your family at that time?
0: And then do you work on a path forward if the answer is, well, I mean, I guess regardless of what the answer is, but do you, what happens if if you all make that decision like, okay, we're going to keep working on this?
1: Yeah, then, then you know, as part of coaching, and again, you know, I kind of have to say that that I am, I'm not a therapist, right? I'm not licensed, right. I'm not a therapist, so we're we're not going into the things that like a therapist would go into. So if there's yeah. trauma or those types of things, we're not talking about that. Coaching is really Um, it's more of, okay, let's talk about, let's set some goals. Let's talk about some things that we might be able to do and how we can move move those things forward. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So for example, if they decide that maybe divorce isn't right at this time or it's not ultimately what they want, okay, well, let's look at things that we can do to better the relationship. So where is the weaknesses in the relationship? What do you Uh perceive as the weaknesses and what would you need to fill that weakness and, you know and i don't coach both sides of it i only coach one person so then it's taking that person to go let's step into the other partner's shoes if you were so if communication's the maybe the thing that's lacking if you're communicating this way and you know his or her response to is this how do you think they're perceiving what you just said then and now how can we maybe reframe that what can we say differently how can we say it let's let's work through things that we can do to say OK, if I show up this way in the relationship, maybe that's going to make this person show up a different way and that's going to make us stronger. You know, it, one, one of the key things that I tell people to do is, it, you know, try this for the next, you know, let's say we're, we meet every other week. So try this for the next 14 days. When you feel yourself getting frustrated or angry or upset with the other person, find three things you can appreciate, appreciate about them and that you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. Every time you get upset, find that appreciation or something that you're grateful for. And if you you try to find three, but if you can only find one, that's fine. Find that one and just say that over and over and over again, every time you're starting to get there and see how that changes, how you are reacting to them and then watch how they change their reaction to you. And then let's talk about it again when we get together and let's see how that worked and maybe come up with some more ideas and different ideas of what we can do to bring that relationship back to stronger.
0: That is great advice. That is fantastic advice, and I, for me, that sounds like the spirit of friendship at play in marriage. Really, of of give and take. Of hey, let me think about what you're feeling too, and moving moving forward with, I guess, a more um, a gentler approach or a more empathetic approach, right. and less de- less defensiveness. Yeah, absolutely. I know what I was thinking of before. <laughs> It was like, I, I swear, I think I heard a story about, like, uh, one of those high-end, like, high-money divorces, and it was it had dragged on for years and years and years and years over, like, a thing like a vase. Like, like basically a, an inconsequential thing. You know, not especially a valuable vase, you know, but it, it was a divorce that just dragged on forever over really nothing. Yes.
1: And, that <laughs> and that's happens. that attachment. It is that happens all more frequently than 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 you would probably think it does. So wow, you know, it's like I want the frying pan, and you know, it was <laughs> you know my great grandmother's frying pan, so it means a lot to me. And the other side's like, well, I'm going to keep the frying pan because you know, whatever for whatever reason, I'm like, oh my goodness, we're we're literally going to sit here and fight over frying pan. I'm like, I'll I'll go to Walmart and buy <laughs> a frying pan. Like, okay, this is let's not drag this out over that, but. You know, yeah, oh my people do fight over, over those things. And and that's where I'm talking about where, where before I was talking about the, you know, that where it's that anger that comes out into those things where we're just, we're angry, but we're holding on to something. We're holding on to some emotion there and dragging it out so so that we're not moving on. And so that's, that's where some of the coaching can come into to go, what is the heart of the issue? What's what, why are we really not going to let go of the frying pan so that we can move on with you know, with the divorce or, or whichever way we need to go and what could we do about it? What, what, why do you think they're, they're not letting go of the frying pan? What do you think the, the issue is there? You know, what can we do to try to resolve that issue so we can move on?
0: Yes. Cause it's never about the frying pan never or the vase. The yeah. There's always something <laughs> else going on underneath. So this has been a really strange time that we're in. And I wanted to ask you on a personal level, how are you, how are you keeping in touch with the friends you've had for, for ages? And clearly you and I have met online, so you're doing a lot there. Um, any other tricks or, or secrets that you've got to keep your friendships thriving right now?
1: Um, I'm a big fan of Zoom. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I've done, I've done some meetings with friends over Zoom. Um, and you know, other some friends are are more cautious in this time than others, and so you know, I I really take into account my my friends' comfort levels on do they want to get together or not get together. Um, I I I'm, I'm okay with going out and getting together for dinner and things like that. So any of my friends that are okay with that, you know, we try to get together for dinner. Um, oh, I lost you last weekend. I spent. You know, all Friday just at my friend's house, and we just kind of cooked out and hung out at the pool, and um, and we try to get together. You know, once a month to do that. I have another friend who has an elderly father, so she's not, so she is trying to stay a little more cautious. And so, yeah, we meet by Zoom, or um, a lot of texting happens too as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, with social media, it just makes it easy to you know follow them and see what's going on in their lives and to stay in contact. So. Um, those are the things that, that I'm finding to be um, to be useful and to make my friends feel sorry. My dogs are barking at some. <laughs> and um, and, you know, but staying in contact with them, even if it's just, you know, I've got I've got about, you know, my core friends for me. Or There's about three or four I think it's about four of them that, you know, I schedule texts messages to go out during the week you know so that first thing in the morning when they wake up they get a you know good morning and I hope you have a wonderful day text you know and I I
0: schedule those out in my scheduler that sends automatically so that is sweet and I love that yeah that is really awesome and yeah so
1: um and that's I mean I, I that's that's and that's just making you know my friends feel that hey I'm still here you know we can't get together like we used to but you know I still care and I'm here for anything you need
0: Yes, ma'am. I love that. I love that. And I I might steal your idea of the, of the scheduling. That's kind of cool. Absolutely. Um, I usually, I go by feel. And so when somebody crosses my mind, I reach out and it's always, always, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about you. And I actually did it this morning and an hour later got this, you know, text back going, you know, I was talking about you yesterday. I was like, <laughs> see, it always does.
1: Yes. I, I have another friend that she and I always do that together too. She, She calls me and it's in a, and I, I, I'm not kidding. Every time she calls me, I go, Why do you always seem to know like the Mm -hmm. exact moment that I need to talk to you? Like, you call me every time and then I do the same thing to her. I'll just call her randomly to check on her and she's just like, How did you know? And I'm like, You know, we're just putting out that energetic vibe to each other that, you know, we just need to talk right now.
0: So I I kind of feel like we're all like, Yeah, we've got these antennas on our heads. Well, any advice that you would have for somebody who is um, on the brink of, in the middle of, or or on just the fresh side of divorce, regarding their friendships, their friend circles, and what that might mean for them going forward, and discovering their their true, deep, deeply realized selves? That was a long way of saying that.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I, yeah, I guess one, one piece of advice I would give is that just to know that like, it's okay. Some friends are going to not be in your life anymore and that's okay. Um, I, I am a firm believer that, you know, some, some people are just in our life for seasons. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it's time for that season to end and a new season to begin. And you're going to get a new friend in this season. That's, that's going to be everything you need for this season of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and just know that that's going to be okay. You're not alone in it. There are, you know, thousands of people who are going through a divorce or have gone through a divorce. And, you know, like I said, those support groups are out there. Um, There's, you know, certified divorce coaching, like I'm a divorce coach and I'm certified and there's, it's a fairly new area um, of coaching that divorce coaching is, but you know, we're out there and and we're a phone call away. So Mm -hmm. You know you have resources out there, and just reach out and utilize the resources that you that you need to utilize during that time. Don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like you have to go through it alone because you don't. There's there's resources out there for you.
0: I love it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a real pleasure, and and you have you have given us some real insight into what goes on in in that life transition. And it's a big one. It's a really, really big one. And it's it's a it can shake a lot of people up socially, physically, mentally, emotionally, and everything. And what you're doing, I think, is just amazing insofar as being able to really bring somebody through that in a healthy way and um, make sure that that they are, get safely to the other side, whatever that other side might be. So um, for my listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with Siobhan Olivero you can find her at OliveroLaw.com and if you'd like to give your social media information you can do that too Siobhan.
1: Um, Sure so on Facebook um, I am Siobhan Samples Olivero Um, you can just go to my Olivero Law. Olivero Law is also on Facebook and so you can go there and reach me there as well I'm on LinkedIn as Siobhan Olivero Attorney and I'm on Instagram Olivero Law
0: excellent and for my listeners it is all about connection if you long to have better more meaningful friendships connect with me and now we have a really cool thing coming up if you're listening to this anytime before october 2nd 3rd and 4th you have an opportunity to train with me in person live and you can find out more about that at www.fohdive.com that's foH dive.com and you can find out all about these trainings and there's some free webinars that you can jump into and learn some things that you can do immediately to reinvigorate your friend groups and make some new meaningful friends right now from the comfort of your own home. That's right. So remember friendships help you stay happy, healthy, wealthy, and smart, not to mention being just super fun and joyful. So get out there and make a new friend and I'll see you next time.